Greetings and salutations from Times Square, crossroads of the world. This is the Muni Lowdown, produced by DebtWire Municipals, where we talk about this week's most interesting stories in the municipal bond market. And I am your host, Young Lim, desk editor at DebtWire Municipals. Today is June 3rd, 2021. And welcome back from vacation, Kathy O'Donnell. Kathy, how are you? I'm doing well, Young. How are you? Good. Well, you've got an interesting story that I want to talk about on the podcast and what timing. You're back from vacation and it's miserable here in the Northeast, raining, thunderstorms are happening. So good day to talk about climate change. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Young. And I tell you, you know, muni bond reporters, they, they can't ever get away from the story because uh, actually the Breckenridge story, <laughs> it, it really, we did have fabulous weather, but uh, the Breckenridge story really kind of made me think, um, you know, about climate change. And, you know, I think climate change is one of those things where it's kind of been this drumbeat for a long time. And, you know, it almost is just kind of you're so saturated with it. You know, it, it just, it you know, becomes kind of almost less real. But, um, you know, before I was headed off on vacation and, you know, for years, my family has been going down to this lovely little beach town in uh, North Carolina and, um, you know, this year, the rental place, they, they warned us the beach would look a little bit different. And, you know, I get down there, I'm doing my morning runs. I see all these people with signs out that said, let's talk sand. And I'm like, what's going on there? <laughs> <laughs> so being a muni bond reporter, I decided that, you know, I'd kind of look into it. And, and so basically what it is, is that, uh, you know, this, this is a place that's not unfamiliar with hurricanes as, you know, most of the East, you know, a good portion of the East coast is, um, and, so they they have been hit by uh, you know Florence and and Isaias uh, recently. So they apparently are trying to find a way to pay for a forty million dollar beach nourishment master plan. And you know that is and I'm looking at all the equipment on the beach and thinking to myself, this is not going to come cheap. And so they are going to assess. I mean, the plan is appears to be, um, and I could have some of this a little bit wrong, but. Um, they, you know, they want to assess some folks, you know, based on, you know, how much, you know, they utilize the beach. But then they ended up putting the assessment percentages on hold for this beach nourishment master plan. But at the end of the day, it's a very expensive thing. And I'm thinking, how does this relate to me? Oh, yeah. Next time I go to rent that beachfront house, that assessment, if it if it's very expensive for the beachfront homeowner, is going to get passed on to me, the renter. So, you know, that is kind of a very real part of climate change for me. So it, it kind of is hitting home. But getting back to Breckenridge, um, I spoke with, um, uh, actually through a, a spokesperson, um, Matt Busconi, and I, I, uh, I uh, apologize if I'm mispronouncing his name there, but he's a co-head of portfolio management at Breckenridge. And he told me uh, in those comments that strong demand for munis is allowing issuers with elevated climate risk to avoid paying a penalty in terms of higher yield. And as you know, you know, many of the market stories that Caitlin and I, uh, Caitlin Devitt and I, right, were saying this was, you know, usually oversubscribed or what. And so we almost get tired of writing it. And I'm sure you get tired of editing it, but everything appears to be <laughs> oversubscribed these days. And one of the things he cited was um, this roughly, I think it was a bit more than $600 million Miami-Dade County water and sewer system deal. And, you know, given the risk of sea level rise in hurricanes there, he said he would have expected that deal to come with some additional spread. And um, and there actually was a, a great report a couple of years ago um, by BlackRock, um, and they kind of compared 
you know, two different places, uh, Jupiter, Florida and Neptune, New Jersey. And, you know, they were kind of bonds with similar characteristics, but, you know, Neptune was not really as exposed to climate change risks, but yet, you know, that was not priced in. So, so, you know, the Neptune bonds should have been, you know, priced more favorably, you know, to the issuer. So it's, it's, um, it's definitely something that I think what's happening now is just this, you know, wild, you know, dive for anything with any bit of yield is kind of papering over some of this, um, you know, this conversation that needs or these, you know, this consideration that needs to be, you know, done for how much climate risk needs to be figured into the price equation. And Breckenridge, um, you know, they told me that they have kind of been broadly focusing on ESG, which is, you know, environmental social governance issues for, a, you know, for a good while. But there's now kind of has emerged kind of better environmental risk data. And that has helped move topics like, you know, what in issuers are doing to prepare for climate change and how that, you know, how they're, whether, whether they look at climate change and their preparations, how that figures into their capital planning. And that's going to pull that more towards the front of conversations that um, that Breckenridge um, has with, you know, when it speaks with issuers. I spoke to uh, Rob Azrin, and I apologize if I'm uh, mispronouncing his name as well, but he's a senior research analyst there at Breckenridge. Uh, so it was interesting. Yeah. And in terms of reading your story, and I know, like you said, ESG, environmental social government is obviously a hot topic, which is... <laughs> And pun intended there. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but in terms of your story, I know, um, and like you said, the focus is chasing yield. But I know in your story, you mentioned that Breckenridge has been using a company, I believe it's called Risk if that's the way it's pronounced. And they, they're very uh, specific, I guess, in terms of data. Yes, it was very interesting. I talked with uh, Chris Hartshorn, who is Risk Q's uh, chief commercial officer. And he told me that actually Breckenridge was, um, you know, Risk Q's first kind of client formally. And, and they're both, you know, Boston-based and RiskQ launched this, you know, it's muni coverage in January, 2020. I believe they also have mortgage coverage, but, um, but they actually began talking to Breckenridge around mid 2018. And he told me that Breckenridge sort of helped RiskQ, um, which was actually a spin out of Northeastern University Sustainability and Data Sciences Lab. And he told me that they had, they helped them, uh, Breckenridge, help them kind of put the final layers of polish on this project. Um, and what it does is it it kind of provides, um, you know, information kind of at an issuer level or an obligor level that, that helps people make decisions. So I know, and also in your story, you mentioned how after the presidential election, especially with President Joe Biden sort of pushing or accelerating the need for um, – executive orders regarding climate change. So I know it's a big push there that you mentioned in the story. So let me ask you, in terms of quantitative data, what kind of information does RISC-Q provide? Well, um, they provide um, things that would be, like for every QCIP in its securities universe coverage, RISC-Q would provide an analysis of property value at risk uh, to various climate events, and they can kind of model that out for you know different scenarios, and also the risk to GDP for you know, a specific obligor or issuer as well. So they can kind of uh, tell you, you know, how these different sorts of things are going to, you know, work out, uh, you know, under different scenarios. And it also does uh, like service area analysis for issuers like hospitals or charter schools or retirement communities. Um, and so 
that kind of helps you kind of look at, you know, the risk, you know, all these different institutions face in different kind of scenarios. And and the, the quantitative data, I should also mention, like for Breckenridge, you know, the quantitative data regarding the climate change risk, like, you know, whether it's hurricanes or wildfires or flooding, you know, that, you know, allows Breckenridge to kind of, you know, compare the issuers and see which ones are going to be outliers. Um, but it's it's not, you know, um, Rob Azrin was, you know, emphasized to me that it's it's not just that. I mean, obviously, you know, you're there's a lot of issuers who are on the coast and, you know, you're kind of look, this is like one tool that they use. Um, so they, they also look at things like what the issuers are doing to mitigate these climate, you know, challenges, risk, you know, and, and also things like, you know, traditional kind of fundamental things like, is the city growing? You know, does it have the capacity to raise taxes or issue debt if it needs to? So it's, you know, it's not just, you know, you have these, uh, these climate risks. It's like, do you have the bandwidth to cope with it if, um, if, you know, if you need to. So, so that is something else. So it's not just, you know, I don't want to give the impression. It's just like, you know, they look at all this data that spits out and they say, you know, we're not going to invest here. We're not going to invest there because, you know, these guys, you know, don't fit, fit our parameters here. So it's more of a holistic kind of, a, you know, a look at it. But this does help them kind of, you know, inform, you know, what, what they are looking towards, you know, and, and it helps them identify, you know, people who are outliers so they can kind of keep a, you know, an eye on that. Yeah, definitely very interesting. And I know your story ended with a very, very, I guess, clear quote that the mini market will kind of catch up with the science because the science has become much more clear. And so basically, you need, the market needs to catch up in terms of, it is very interesting. And this month or June 1st is, is the start of the hurricane season. And we also co have coverage on Puerto Rico. And I know the islands are still devastated still uh, after the after several years from Hurricanes Maria. So a lot's been going down down there. And it's definitely something that uh, we'll monitor. Yeah, I was just going to add, though, that also, you know, one of the things that Rob Azrin mentioned, too, is that, you know, when it comes to comes to climate risk disclosure, you know, there's there's been some kind of marginal improvement, you know, in recent years, but there's still a really long way to go. And a lot of what he sees is, you know, boilerplate um, and the muni market really needs to, you know, to catch up, you know, in terms of um, disclosure and pricing in those risks. And I know the SEC is kind of looking much more at, you know, the whole issue of ESG. And I know, you know, we see towns like Paradise, California, where, you know, you look at the disclosure for that, that town was wiped out, you know, by wildfire. So, you know, there, there's definitely, I think, some disclosure, you know, that needs to kind of catch up with, with the science. So it's something, you know, it, it's a very interesting uh, situation. And even in the cases of these communities that have to deal with how they are going to pay for this. I mean, do you do assessments? Do you raise taxes on everybody? What kind of discord does that cause among community members? It, it's definitely going to be an interesting topic to see how people address this. So it's something I think that we're going to be watching closely here. Yeah, definitely. And you were also alluding to, at least in terms of a regulatory thing, that the MSRB, the Municipal Securities Rulemaking Board, they are looking at in terms of ESG overall, in terms of the market. Yeah, I mean, in the, even in the SEC too, I think that, you know, that they're going to um, make sure that, you know, uh, people kind of say what they do and you know it's not going to be this kind of greenwashing thing or it'll be interesting to see to see how this evolves because i think that like you say you know uh climate change you know especially with uh you know the risk to places like puerto rico is is going to be something people are definitely going to have to pay a whole lot of attention to 
Definitely, definitely. And we will monitor that as well. But Kathy, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, great work. Well, thank you. Thanks for listening to The Mini Lowdown with me, your host, Young Lim. If you want to know more, subscribe to DebtWire.com and follow us on social media. Please leave comments, rate, like, and share. Join us next week when we talk about the latest in the municipal bond market.